Hello. Taylor Swift, very successful, powerful singer. Um, can I ask? Because I was away and I wasn't really watching it properly. What's this? What was the story about Taylor Swift? Everyone's got. She re-released a song or an album? Yeah, album. 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 Whole album. Third studio album. Her third Speak one. Now. Okay. What was the song? What's the songs in that one? I actually am familiar with Fearless. the songs. Do you know, I think, is, this, is that what it's called? I, I was, because no, I, uh, I actually did that fact coming out of a Taylor Swift song, you'd be proud of me. I went, she has just re-recorded her third studio album. Yeah. But Back. I didn't know the songs. Back to December? How does that one go? It rings a bell. I go back to December all the time. It seems very early Taylor Swift. Okay. This is when she was going out with Taylor Lautner. I saw Taylor oh. Lautner was at one of her shows and yeah. started to do a flip. This never grow up. Oh, darling, don't you ever grow up. Were you a big Twilight fan, Neve? Yeah. Were you? I did. I was a big fan. Team Jacob, Team Edward. Team Edward. Can you yeah. explain to me the the, the plot? Because I, I haven't watched it, and I feel like it was around the same time as The Hunger Games. I never watched Hunger Games, and I absolutely loved The Hunger Games. So would I get into it now? I'm not that familiar with okay, the film. Okay, so it's about this small town in America, Forks, and um, there's this girl, Bella. She's not really a cool girl. She's just moved there. Her parents are divorced. She's just moved to live with her dad. Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Stewart. So she goes oh, to yeah. school, and this new family come to school, the Cullens. Oh, the there Cullens. Sexy vampire the Cullens. Cullens from Longford. Yeah. They're all beautiful. They're bitty and sexy. They're like very this weird, anemic. Yeah. Which one's then? This is um, your man, Patterson. Yeah. yeah, and uh, they're all stunning. And she falls in love with Edward. He kind of is repulsed by her, and she doesn't know why. And he keeps Been gagging. There. He keeps <laughs> gagging every time she comes near him. And Jeez. anyway, she doesn't know why. So is it, that for real? Yeah. It turns out just because they're vampires, and uh, she smells so good, I think he wants to eat her. Yeah. So... I don't know. I, it's kind of getting a bit ha- hazy for me now. What, happens? what about the other fella? But then the other guy, I think he's a wolf. He comes from a long line of wolves. When he yeah. turns 16, he... And they hate each other, like the vampires and the wolves. You know, so two families... And, and, sorry, does, and does Kirsten really, Stewart know that they're vampires and wolves? Yeah. She's just figured out. Yeah. And if she's bitten by the vampire, I think she turns into a vampire. But that was later. That was in about the but third. She, and if she's she, bitten by a wolf, she dies. I think she becomes a sexy wolf or something. <laughs> I'm not too sure. I no. think if you're just bitten by a wolf, you have rabies. <laughs> but she was best friends with Jacob, but loved Edward. Yeah, and Jacob was a sexy Taylor Law. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah, was yeah. as needy. Six-pack. He was as needy, guys. Aren't we all needy? No, now, two Edward very Cullen. different people, and that would be the question at the time. Oh, are you Team Edward or are you Team Jacob? But like that, Team Graham or Team Nathan? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Graham would be the wolf. <laughs> Graham, you'd be Taylor Lautner. Yeah, we're kind of. I would imagine we're kind of similar. I'm if Edward, you were to compare, I'm like, a tall, bit kind of um, and tall and pale, withered. I, I'm, I'm not though. I haven't got no tan like Taylor. Oh, you used to have a tan. Oh, you one, had one summer. Tan. I, I, you reference I it. I always time. reference it because I meant a lot. What do you me. want me to do? Go to the sunbeds. Yeah, I always good. say you just need to get out in the sun. because no, you can tan. I, I think people look at you and go, Ah, oh, Graham, he's very pasty. And I'm like, I defend you. I go. He is so sallow if he wants to be. No, I don't. I was I was scared years ago in Spain where I got really badly burnt. That's fair. So mm. when I go out, I wear a lot of sun cream. No, that's fair. Factor 50, guys. Yeah. But like, uh, does that mean I don't tan then? No, no, I think you can still get a tan. 
I think I stopped getting my skin didn't take as much. I used to get way more tan when I was younger. Do you know tans unbelievably well? It's got no reference to anybody listening to this, but it does to you, Kieran from Bray. Mm. You there's a picture yeah. of us white water rafting. This, oh, yeah. And when when you think I had a tan, white water yeah. rafting on the Liffey. Uh, <laughs> I know they wouldn't give us our bloody white water rafting <laughs> facility. You you wouldn't stop me from going on it. And we're standing beside each other. And he is so tanned. And I'm yeah. so pasty beside him. And you think I come home so pasty. Jeez. Yeah, he tans really, really, wow. really well. Good um, looking boy. Yeah, I'm worried about... Uh, I, I think... What are you worried about, bro? I tan well, <laughs> but I think I will have very leathery skin. Just because, okay. you know, sun damage. Mm. I'm really conscious about your mother now commenting on me, how I look a bit ah. wrecked. That's yeah, the Audrey. mother in her there. I want to have a look at the Worried picture. about you. I'm, so I, what did I, she I do, say? I look wrecked in it. Okay, and Audrey go. speaks the truth. I know. I'd know say Audrey I mean? and Mammy O'Toole would get on very well. Oh, I would Or think. they would bait the heads of each other. <laughs> right, we got to go. Here's the Graham and Nathan podcast. FM 104. Good afternoon. It is four minutes past three on FM 104. Graham and Nathan with you until 7 p.m. He's back. The king returns. And let me tell you something. I think I speak on behalf of a nation when I tell you, Graham. Yeah. Please let that be the last stag you ever go on. I calculated I was on four stags in six weeks. Like, that is that's, not good for your health. That's too much, isn't it? I was it in is. Li- I was in Liverpool over the weekend. I, I don't have any more stags now. I was thinking, now the weddings from the stags have to happen over the course of the next few months. I will be taking Friday week off as I will be going on a wedding. If that is that okay with That's the team? That's okay with me. Is that all right with the team? Um, but I do want to talk about Liverpool because I did a very unstag thing with our mate Nathan Big Gill. Oh, we love Big Gill here. We want. We went on a tour of the Beatles oh, that's before you. before the stag. I want to go through it next on FM 104. Oh. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. The wonderful Niall Horan and Heaven. It is Graham and Nathan on FM 104. Good to have Graham back on the show. He missed Friday. It was just myself and producer Neve. How did you get on? Was it all right? I think we were okay. How did you find it? I loved it. Did you? It went by very quickly. I don't think we made too many mistakes and... It also helped that we had a lot of prizes to give away. Oh, I heard. When I saw the email come through when I was in the airport going, hi guys, uh, you've got a free Friday. Uh, hour, uh, no, a prize every hour. I go, oh, they're going to be rubbing their hands together. But I was off on Friday. I was at a stag in Liverpool over the weekend. I hope you don't mind. You actually put up an Instagram story there from this morning and producer Neve's mother, Audrey, said that you look awfully tired from all these stags you're going on. <laughs> Audrey is a good judge of character. Yeah. She would understand. <laughs> she knows well. I, and you know, I looked at that photo and I said, I look all right in that photo. I'll put it up. And then you said afterwards, <laughs> my mum's after message saying you look pretty rough. And I looked at it again and go, geez, yeah, she's right. <laughs> she is, she's right. It was bad lighting. <clears throat> well, I, well, I want to say one of the reasons why I'm so tired might be got to do with the fact that I'm such a good friend. Oh. oh. So a few of us were going over, flying from different airports around... Ireland but I was going over with uh, our mate Nathan Big Gill and the thing was he was only going over for one night he was going back on the Saturday and he says I don't want to fly all the way over to Liverpool and end up getting there in the afternoon on the Friday I'm going to have much time because I've never been before big fan of the Beatles let's go over on the early flight and let's do a tour before the lads get over on the later flights me being the good friend I am says alright alright go on 
That was until I had to set my alarm for half four. Not good. Half four. I was cursing him and John, Paul, Ringo and George. The four of them. The five of them, including Big Gil. I was cursing them as I was getting up at half four to go to the airport. Now, was the airport busy when you arrived? Wedged. Was it? Wedged. At that time. Wedged. It's cute to get a uh, butler's coffee. was mental. Did you get the little chocolate afterwards? Of course. Did you have a pint? I actually don't do an airport point. And I stop producer. Dave. I'm not a fan That's of disappointing. I'm not a fan of an airport point. I said plenty more ahead. Oh plenty more ahead. But we got over there anyway. And we went on the tour. And initially when I sat down, I thought, I am going to hate this. Now, I'm not that I'm not a fan of the Beatles. I really like the Beatles. But it was very much everyone was really into it. And he would stop, alright? And he goes, Alright. Welcome to the Magical Mystery Tour. Just think about how amazing this is right now. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to play Penny Lane and you're going <laughs> to listen to it and sing along if you want. And you're going to be driving down Penny Lane where Paul McCartney wrote about. You'll see the barbershop. You'll see the bus shelter. Ooh. And I was like, oh, oh I actually love the sound of this. And then he'd play this. Penny Lane is in my ears and in my eyes. And then he'd turn around and go, how lucky are all of you? <laughs> Where else in the world would you rather be? And then everyone was like, Penny Lane! And then they did Yellow Submarine, and I was no. like, I'm not doing Yellow Submarine. No. But as it went on, I bought into it. And guess what day Friday was as well? It was, well, this is actually the very beginning. I was like, oh, is it going to be like this? It was Ringo Starr's 80-something's birthday on Friday. Oh, is he still alive, Ringo Starr? Still Star? alive. 83 or 86, something like that. And we pulled up outside his birthplace and he goes, Right, guys, can we get a video for social media of us singing Happy Birthday to Ringo? <laughs> Happy Birthday to you. You can see me in the video. Happy Birthday, dear Ringo. <laughs> and then we had to do a special thing at the end for Ringo. Peace and love. And that was probably me coughing. Jeez, he was coughing there. It sounded dreadful. And, and then we had to go to Paul McCartney's house, the same house that was on um, Carpool Karaoke when James Corden drove Paul McCartney. We get to Paul McCartney's house. It was his dad's, Jim's birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jim. Happy birthday to you. Beautiful. That's Dale. That's our tour guide. Oh, Beautiful. This actually sounds like such a good tour. Did you stop off anywhere for food? No, no food. We just stopped off Penny Lane, Strawberry Fields, um, Ringo, George's place of birth, uh, Paul and John Lennon. And yeah, just went all, all their houses. And look, as it went on, as the two hours went on, I actually got into it. And when Imagine came on, I was like, oh, I kind of like this. Yeah. So I started off a little bit pessimistic. But as it went on, I go, do you know what? Let's buy into it. And the video of me and Big Gill standing outside Paul McCartney's house singing happy birthday to his <laughs> deceased father. <laughs> was there many other Irish people on the tour? There was a couple of other Irish, yeah. But it was like, it was Irish, Canadian, um, Australian... American, Finnish were there as well. I think there was German there. And they were all really into it. They knew all the answers to all the questions on the magical mystery tool. Uh, I tell you, you're a good friend. I am, I am. But I actually would recommend it. So if you're a Beatles fan, the magical mystery tour is very good. Just be prepared to sing. Sing happy birthday seven times in an hour. You're going to love it. Look at that 
how special this is to be here today on Ringo's birthday. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. Recently played at Fairview Park. That is Tom Grennan. Little bit of love on FM 104 with Graham and Nathan. And puts on an incredible live show. It's 25 to 4. And it is time to try and get a winner. We actually didn't have a good week last week in Graham and Nathan's Half 3 freebie. Only two out of five winners. And the thing is, we're trying to give you a prize every day. So we spin a wheel, it lands on a letter, and if your name begins with that letter, you're eligible to win cinema passes. Now, today's letter is the letter A for asparagus. So you've been sending in your Allens, your Anns, your Angelas, your Avas. Let's do it. you got to answer the phone with, Hi, my name is, whatever your name is, and I've just won... Graham and Nathan's half three freebie on FM 104. Look, I want to begin the week. Come on. Giving away a prize. Let's go. Let's go. We have it in here. I want a winner. Give me a winner. Hello? My name is Alison and I've just won Graham and Nathan's half three freebie on FM 104. Oh my god! Can I ask, Alison, because you, you know when someone answers this and they're ready to say it, there was a slight pause. Did yeah. you did you hesitate or did you know it was us? No, because sometimes, you know, when, when a radio station rings you, but it's going to be recorded, and I was like, oh, is this going to be that? And I was like, oh, just go for it. Just go for it. You went for it. You leapt in like a salmon. And tell us something. You've just won a pair of cinema oh passes. God. How do you feel? Oh, great. Delighted. Now, are you going to see Barbie or are you going to see Oppenheimer? They seem to be the two films yeah. that are up against one another. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Barbie, I don't know. I think I'd like to go see it just for all the hype. Yeah. I, I don't know. The other film, I saw some people that people are getting out the first looks, the movie reviewers, and people are saying it's very good. Which one? Barbie. Yeah. Like, I've no idea what to expect. I with don't Barbie. know what it's about. They haven't really given away the storyline that no, much. No. I think it's something like Ken leaves. Is it Barbie World or Barbie Land? No, I think Barbie leaves Barbie World, and Ken is hiding in the car with her, and it's about oh. her moving to the real world. I thought Ken moved to the real world. No, Ken does with Barbie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's I, awfully I, confusing. I have no idea. Ali, did you have a nice weekend? I did. I have a lo- had a lovely weekend. Um, I got a bit of housework done. Oh, oh what um, housework? Um, the, the kids' room. I'm going away on Thursday, so okay. I was just kind of cleaning the room, getting the bags packed. Do you know what? I'd say you felt great after, just knowing that it's all done now. It's clean. all done, yeah. yes. And where are yeah. you going? Oh, Termalinos. Oh, oh, Graham, you love Termalinos. So you'll be oh, going to the, the water parks, Ben Medina, oh, the whole lot. Definitely. Yeah, there. I've never been Fun before. Fungarola. So <laughs> uh, Tivoli World. Bring the kids to Tivoli World. Let's go crack there. Okay. Yeah, do that. Tivoli World. Tell them I sent you. I will. You'll be I charged will. double. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Alison, enjoy the holiday and thanks for listening to the show. Oh, bye God. bye. Thanks very much, lads. Bye. Bye bye. And Graham and Nathan's half three freebie returns tomorrow at half three. All right, it's the weekend. Blind and lights. You're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104.
big tune. Calvin Harris, Ellie Goulding and Miracle. It's Graham and Nathan on FM 104. It has just gone a quarter to four, which means it's time for Nathan's News. Earlier on, Graham, you told us that on Saturday you were in Liverpool with your dear friend, friend of the show Big Gill, and you went on a Beatles tour. Yes, it was called the Magical Mystery Tour. Two hours going around to John, Paul, Ringo and George's places of birth. Went to Penny Lane, went to Strawberry Fields. You wished happy birthday to Paul McCartney's deceased father, Jim. Yes, we sang that outside his old home. And also to Ringo Starr, who's 80-something birthday Happy birthday, Ringo. Uh, Well, I want to tell you about another walking tour that is becoming so popular. It's over in the UK and it's free. I'm at the village where Harry Styles grew up. Holmes Chapel to come and see the local landmarks where he used to spend his time before he became famous. Now, when I say it's free and it's a walking tour, Holmes Chapel have just published a map of all the spots that Harry oh. used to go before he found fame. So, Holmes Chapel is his town? Yes, in Cheshire. Okay. It's a small little village. And a lot of fans, diehard Harry Styles fans, knew that he lived there. So they themselves, before the map was published, they would go themselves, but they were walking on routes that were extremely dangerous. So just a couple of weeks ago, they put this map and they said, look, this is the correct way to go so nobody gets injured or walks towards Ong coming vehicles mm. now some yeah, of we, the... ne- we nearly got ran over in penny lane oh yeah so yeah. everyone wants to get a picture beside the penny lane thing and cars are flying around the corner someone nearly got ran over oh, do you get a picture from it i got a picture i'm not with it i got a picture of it okay penny lane sign. some of the spots you go on on the tour uh you go to harry styles's childhood home mm-hmm. you go to the bakery where he worked before yeah. the x factor oh. then this is very cool You go to the Fortune City Chinese restaurant where he took his then-girlfriend, Taylor Swift. Imagine going to the restaurant and asking, what did Taylor order? I'll have that. (laughs) Actually, I'll have twice that. Put in a bag. I want to have it tomorrow. Uh, Some of the fans, as you can imagine, they've come all over the world. But this is really nice. In the article I read, a railway ticket officer called Graham Blake, he's worked there for years, and he remembers giving Harry the train ticket that he used when he went to the I, X Factor. I bet he does. Why are you laughing? Oh, he remembers. Does no, he? he remembers. I remember too. <laughs> he says... Where's your picture? I, oh, I don't know. I just remember it. So he head. said, I first met Harry when he was around 10 years old, but I met him properly when he was about 16, travelling down to London, and he was looking for a ticket to go on the X Factor. He remembers. I even joked to him, when you're famous... Give me it back and I'll sell it on eBay, but he's never given it to me back. Ah. And also, in other news about Harry Styles, he was performing in Vienna over the weekend and somebody threw something at his head. <gasps> oh my God. What is honestly going on? This is a brand new trend where people are throwing what was it? objects. I'm not too sure. It was a small little, it, it looked like a marble or a very hard sweet. Oh like no. A, Werther's original Why are you laughing? Because once we were doing a gig And you threw hard sweets Into the crowd You were doing the opposite (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that Nathan It's Post Malone Circles On FM 104 You're listening to Graham and Nathan The Graham and Nathan Podcast FM 104 Good after... Good after four. Good afternoon. Oh, I like that. That can be your catchphrase. <laughs> Good after four. 
Oh, he's uh, bringing out his catchphrase. <laughs> you know what time it is. Good after four. Get hats and t-shirts made. Ah, uh, no, don't get carried away. We don't have the budget. I have to say, it smells of a coffee shop in here. Both of you nipped out. Yeah. Got a little coffee. I need it today. <laughs> Sorry, Craig. I said I need it today. Did you look at your calendar? And were you just like, oh, God, why do I have to go into work today? <laughs> just, you've been on many stags. We're not playing a violin for you. But no, it's I'm, very, I'm very fortunate to go on, go on all these stags. And sorry, you're taking Friday week off. Friday week off. I'm going to a wedding. Where's the wedding? Do you mind me asking? It's somewhere in Limerick or Clare. Okay. I think it's near the, the border. Is this your side? Clare's bridesmaid. Oh, amazing. This is the one that I've been practicing golf. Golf is on day Aww. two. This is that's the reason I've been going to golf lessons is because of this upcoming wedding. I am horrendously nervous, especially because it's Claire's side as well, and all these lads are unbelievable at golf. Do you think you could secretly record your experience on the golf course? I could just come in and tell you how bad I was. Fair <laughs> I could enough. Do that as You're well. a pro. On the way next, Nathan, I believe you've got some sort of quiz lined uh, up yeah. for me. Yeah, look, I want to play a game that the family can play along to the Martin Brundle game. All right, first up, Rihanna. Don't stop the music on FM 104. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Please don't stop the music. music FM104. It is Rihanna. Don't stop the music. Graham and Nathan and Nathan O'Reilly. He has been working like a dog. Stop the music. That's what I'm saying because I've created a wonderful game to be played on the radio right now. The British Grand Prix happened over the weekend and friend of the show, Sky Sports F1 reporter, Mr. Martin Brundle, mm-hmm. he goes on to the grid walk where all the celebrities hang out before the race and he gets to chat to them. I just find it fascinating that they are allowed on the grid walk because like these cars are going whatever speed they're going. What if someone drops something from their pocket? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a pen or something and it bursts the tyre. I also think a lot of the drivers, you see them there and they're trying to prepare for the race. It's as if you let celebrities onto the pitch when United and Liverpool are Before they're training. Yeah, doing the warm-ups. It's mad. Now... I haven't... So, look, the game is... What's the game, Nathan? Who is Martin Brundle chatting to? Has this taken from yesterday? Yes. Okay, so the Grand Prix yesterday. Now, I haven't included her, but Cara Delevingne. Did you hear what happened? No, go on. So, Martin Brundle went up to her, and there's now a law that if you're on the grid walk and Martin goes over to you, mm-hmm. you have to chat to Martin. But Cara didn't chat to Martin, went, no... No, I'm not talking to you. And Martin was not happy. And now there's a bit of a Twitter spat between Cara Delevingne. And Martin Brundle. I don't know if it's Martin Brundle. I think it's more Formula One fans being like, oh, Cara's full of herself. Yeah. But Cara's like, no, my people told me not to chat to Martin. You're not allowed on there because it comes from Megan The Stallion. Yeah. I think it was at the Miami Grand Prix. Mm. And he was getting pushed away by, by security. And they're like, no, no. If you're on the grid walk, you have to talk to Martin Brundle. He's a former racer as well. So he's got a lot of respect amongst the racing community. Didn't actually know he was a former racer. He was a racer back in the day. All right, so I have five people. Five? Five. It's a big, juicy game, so let's get into it. Who is Martin Brundle chatting to? This is the first person. 
Done any racing, any track day stuff yourself? Uh, no, I wouldn't trust myself. I think I'm far too dangerous behind the wheel. I know. I know. <laughs> Go on, leap in. I know, it's Liam Payne. You were damn right. Now, this is the Liam Payne accent that we know. Of course, do you remember, was it after the Oscars debacle with Will Smith? He sounded very different. Oh, you don't have it? I don't have it. Oh, it's like, he has it, he has it. Sorry, we'll, we'll get it after we'll Lewis Capaldi. On. Okay, who's the second person now? Well, good to see you on the grid. And, and Lewis McLaren's going to have a good start today, man. It's an Oscar rookie season. He could be leading a lap, depending on pitch strategy. Whoa. I'm stoked. Anyway, I'm talking That's your ear off. No, Take no. care. Who is oh. that? Oh, Very friendly person. Timmy Mallet? <laughs> no. Do you I know? only know because I saw it. Oh, you've seen the video? Mm. Do you want to reveal to Graham? Uh, is it the Eurovision, the UK Eurovision guy? Oh, with the big hair. Sam Ryder. Sam uh-huh. Ryder. The nicest man in the world. No, I got oh that wrong, Oh, my sorry. God. <laughs> All right, who's the next person now? Hope you're enjoying this. To drive in this speed, we hear a lot of people and people and people. It's crazy. Oh, we will never, we will never recover from seeing them go. For you know. That's Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola. Pep he was not impressed with Martin to begin with. He really stared into Martin's eyes, being like, "Why are you?" Over Who was he with? By himself. Oh, he was loving life. He just had his headphones on, listening to the Formula One. Love, love it, love it. Right, move right, on. Well, let's see what the weather will do. As well, there's a bit of rain around. Who is that? Who is Martin chatting to? That's Max Verstappen. You are damn <laughs> right. Are you struggling for them now? <laughs> no. Last one. Who is this? Listen, it's just all been great. I mean, the vibe's amazing, you know that, but just to get to be a part of it in this way. I know that one. Because I saw pictures online that they're shooting some Formula One movie. Oh. Bra- right. Brad Pitt, you I, I right. want to see that movie. Yeah, he looks amazing. He is the real-life Benjamin Button. He is becoming younger every year. So I, the picture I saw was him lined up with another guy in a fictitious Formula One team beside all the rest of the Formula 1 drivers like I see him standing beside um, like Max Verstappen Carlos Sainz Carlos Sainz hello what about Carlos Sainz's brother Carlos Sainz's brother no could not make it cousin cousin (laughs) (laughs) damn it damn it Nathan thank you very much for that I thoroughly enjoyed the Martin Brundle quiz. Got them most all correct. Yeah. Well, I just don't understand why you put Max Verstappen in there. Uh, just a little wild card. Mm-hmm. I wanted to confuse you. All right, it's Lewis Capaldi, FM 104. Um, the Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. Lost Frequencies, Callum Scott, where are you now? It is Graham and Nathan on FM 104 with Frankine BMW, the used car summer sales event. Is now on with savings on all stock. Visit frankinebmw.ie. And I think we have to, uh, I don't know, let's clear up the beef or maybe ignite the beef even further with the strawberry alarm clock because I don't know you about Nathan, I don't know about you, Nathan, but I thought we were doing Crossy a favour. Yeah. On Friday. That's what I thought. That's what I believed we were doing. And I enjoyed doing it. I have to say, when we were asked, I thought, yes, I'm happy about this. But it just seemed we were getting slagging. People tell us we were taking the mick, that we're not intelligent enough, that we're too hard on people. So every morning... Around 20 past 8, they do Instagram. 10 questions, one minute, you get them all right, you win €1,000. Unbelievable. And on Friday, Crossy had to write them, and Emma was sitting in for Jim Jim, and Crossy goes, why don't we ask a few people around the office? So we asked Tara to write them, Emma to write them, and myself and yourself wrote three questions, and I believed our questions were fantastic. Now, there is one little issue with one of them, we'll get to very soon, oh, no. but we were, we were getting called out. We were being lambasted, Graham and Nathan, from the afternoons on FM 104, are horrendously 
hard for everybody. We were getting slammed. Yeah, I... Like, I made a big mistake. Well, okay. Well, let's go through a question by question, all right? So we have it here. We'll begin it. And here's Nathan's first three to begin. Claire was coming on to do Instagram. The game starts in three, two, one. A toy hoop that is twirled around the waist, limbs or neck, but also the name of a popular crisp. But what is it? Uh, hula hoop. Okay, that wasn't us. That was a nice, easy one to start. Now we get into Nathan's questions here, all right? Manchester United's new signing, Mason Mount, was bought from which Premier League club? Um, Newcastle, I don't know. <laughs> now, I think that was a good question. Yeah. Because it was very current in the news. And you also gave me that question. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so I'm very appreciative. That was a solid question to begin yeah. from me. All right. Newcastle, I don't know. <laughs> Ainsley Harris used to be the host of what daytime cooking show? I don't know, Master Chef. <laughs> All right, so that was your one. Now, I, I, you did throw. I go. I think that could be a bit hard. Yeah, yeah, especially because Ainsley Harris kind of hosts different things, but not out of the realms of possibility that you get ready, steady, cook. Yeah, look, I was happy with it, and you know what? I hope you don't mind. I stand by that question. I think it's an excellent one. All right, well, here we go. What Australian actor played uh, Legos in Lord of the Rings? I have no idea. Lads, I am dying on my bum here. You're good, you're good, you're good. Here's question number five. Okay. Nathan O'Reilly? All right. Uh, What can I say? So I was, well, the answer was Orlando Bloom. That's what I was looking for. But he's not. He's not Australian. Is it just me? Or did we not all think Orlando Bloom was Australian? I couldn't believe when I found out that Orlando Bloom is in fact British. Look, I would have said American over Australian. I, I knew it, I'm, in, in my head it would have been, yeah, I think British over American. But where did you get Australian I don't from? know. And do you know what? I've been telling people for years. I'm like, my favourite Australian actors, Heath Ledger and Orlando Bloom. And maybe I said it enough times in front mm. of people. I, I never got told, you know, he's not Australian. So I'm very sorry. All right, let's go for my three. Uh, what rapper is also known as Mr. Worldwide and Mr. 305? Pitbull. Yes, thank you, Claire. Got that one. Nice, Great easy question. one. Nice, easy one. All right. Okay, two more to go for me. What is the national animal of Scotland? I don't know. A battered Mars bar? <laughs> what for? A battered Mars bar. The correct answer is unicorn. Unicorn. Yes. Sorry, what, we what just, are you looking at? We got a message in from Claire. Is this the Claire? Yeah. yeah. Lad, stop making me relive this. One second. I'm going to call Claire. <laughs> call Claire right now. I need to apologise to Claire. want to talk amongst yourselves while I do this? Uh, so completely silent on me for a second time. <laughs> Producer Neve, yes. did you think Orlando Bloom was Australian? Yes, and I think I know where you were coming from because I think wasn't Orlando, didn't he used to be married to Miranda Kerr who was on, is Australian? Yes, mm-hmm. you're so. damn right. And maybe he played an Australian in a film. All right. He must have, I can't remember Claire, if your phone, if your phone is ringing, you got to answer it. We have to apologise. I'm so sorry. sorry. <laughs> Please Claire. answer, Claire. Claire's not going to answer. I don't think she's happy to be hearing she this. She came on this morning. I was listening. She was on Monday. She's ah. definitely not answering. Come on, Lads, Claire. Claire. Me relive this. Say hello Welcome to... Welcome. Oh, Claire. Oh, well, okay, right. continue right, on. Last question. Sorry last... for the silence. I was in shock. <laughs> last question. Last question. What Formula One <laughs> team has Ryan Reynolds recently bought a stake in? Uh, Wrexham. Rec- Wrexham no, United. For... Okay. 
Nice, got confused now with the football. So you would have been right with Wrexham, Claire, but it is Alpine Formula One. I would have struggled at that. That was a tough question. Yeah. But it's a thousand euro on the line. Yeah, it's a lot of money. All right, well, we apologise, Claire. Sorry, Claire. Mostly for Nathan's mistake. Really sorry about that. It's David Guetta, Baby Don't Hurt Me, FM 104. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Hall of Fame from the script. It is Graham and Nathan on FM 104. So every day this week, we're giving away weekend passes to All Together Now Festival. The lineup is incredible. You have Lord Iggy Pop, Jamie XX, and my boy, Loyal Carner. So how we are doing it is you have to work together. You have to WhatsApp us in the person you would bring and their number will chat to you. But if your friend or partner, wherever they are, answer their phone, it's as simple as that, you're going. If not, we'll open up the lines. We got Katie playing today. Katie, you're in the office. What do you work as? Oh, I just work in the sales, just in an office. Okay, so who have you nominated? I've nominated Marcella, my colleague. Your colleague. Oh. Is, Mar- yeah. is Marcella uh, maybe sitting in the office? No, she's not. She's, she's actually out of the office. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. This is a bit of a loophole, Graham. <laughs> we didn't think about this loophole. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to. You, you forwarded on her number. I'm going to give her a call now. I, I will think I see. can hear Marcella in the background. We're going to hear Marcella's number. <laughs> and if she answers, Katie, you win the tickets. But if she doesn't. Go. Okay. We're going to open up the phone lines. I can hear you smiling at her. I can you can hear Marcella leaving. I'm the so office. lost. She's not in the room. All right. You stay there, Katie. We didn't think this through, Graham. Hello. Oh, oh, Marcella! <laughs> wow, that was a quick answer. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Marcella, are you in the office today or are you uh, working from home? I am in the office. Oh, today. Right. yeah, I can hear Katie in the background. So Katie lights no, to us. I have said. my own room. All right. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, listen, the both of you are going to all together now. Oh, my God. Again, no way. Well, that's if Katie decides to bring you now, unless she was just using you for those tickets. You'll have to sort them out yourself. Uh, she th- might have used me, I'm joking. Thank you so much. That's great. Thank you very much, Thank both. You. Go on. Go on. Good luck. Get back to work with two of you now. Thank you. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> See you later. There are loopholes in the system, but you know what? I like it. We truck on. Yeah, we like it. I enjoyed that. That was a good call. All right. Make sure, get thinking right now, who is the person you would nominate? Maybe you're not as lucky to have someone sitting beside you to win competitions. We'll give away more tickets to All Together Now, taking place August 4th to 6th at Curramore Stage, Waterford, on tomorrow's show on FM 104. <laughs> The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. It has just gone five o'clock on FM 104. My name is Graham O'Toole. We got Nathan O'Reilly. Did, What's going on? Did we appreciate the sunshine we had last month? Because I tell you, it is well and truly gone. Well, I have to say something. Yesterday, I was hosting a barbecue. Becca's family, I can also say my family, came over. Beautiful, beautiful. And... I tell you something, guys. I was worried because I don't know if you've ever cooked a barbecue in the rain. It's pretty depressing. No. I don't know what happened last night. It was a scorcher. I think I got burnt on my face. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no burning today. 16 degrees and grey out there. But you know what? We're going to bring a little bit of sunshine to your life right now. Because... You know it. We have a brand new week. We need new players. In the world famous ping pong ding dong, we'll tell you how you can enter next on FM 104. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104.
Go on, Pink. Give it socks. That is Trustfall on FM 104. It is Graham and Nathan. Just gone 20 past five. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. Let's do it. I'm excited. A good old-fashioned game of ping pong, ding dong. I tell you, morale is high in the camp because, yes, I lost the Grand Slam final on Friday, but I beat everyone else yeah. during the week. Four wins for Nathan, but I wonder, has Kieran got what it takes to beat Nathan on the first day of the week? Kieran, how are you? Welcome to the show. Well, lads, how's things? How are you? Kieran, are you making your debut this evening? I am, actually, yeah. I am indeed, actually. I've listened a lot, but this is the debut, yeah. Oh, well, we're, we're delighted to have you. Can I ask, what made you send us in the WhatsApp today out of all the other days that you listen to the show? <laughs> actually, yeah, just slowly building a little bit of confidence as the games are going on and he's had some good contestants on. So uh, me and my fiance would play quite a bit, actually. So we'd both be ch- trying to challenge each other in what you'd actually say next. And uh, granted, there's a lot of topics now I actually wouldn't actually have a clue of, but mm-hmm. there was quite a few, actually, I was a little bit knowledgeable about. So nice. it was What would very your good, very good game. strong point be in terms of an area of a topic? I think it was uh, types of, you know, your your general topic of types of, whether it was yeah. cars or, or, you know, countries or towns or this and that or clubs and all, uh, generally sports or, you know, bits like that or, or movies actually would be quite strong and stuff like that. Jeez, so. you're an all-rounder, yeah, really. Yeah. You're a grafter I'll, out on the ring it. course. <laughs> all right, well, it's not sports day, I can let you know. Is it not? No. But here, let's go. I'm going to give you both the topic. You've right. got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You'll go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer or gets one wrong. And if you beat Nathan, you go through to the Grand Slam final on Friday. Kieran, you'll go first. As you were the guest, Perfect. your topic is characters from The Simpsons. Okay. Lovely. Oh, um, he likes it. <laughs> uh, a poo. Homer. Marge. Bart. Lisa. Maggie. Santa's Little Helper. Mo. Ned Flanders. Barney. Rod. Todd. Abe Simpson. Principal Skinner. Dr. Nick. The Comic Guy. The comic guy, yeah, is that, is that oh, correct? Hold on a second, Nathan. The comic guy, you it's know not, what I mean. Uh, Kieran, do you want to give me the correct title and we'll get him out? Comic book guy. Comic book guy! Ah, oh, <laughs> gee, come on! <laughs> that is what you call a beautiful var call. He called it with confidence, he knew it, <laughs> and he gave the proper answer. What a game! I'm very Thanks disappointed. Did you have many more up your sleeve, Kieran? I actually did, actually, would you believe? Actually, a bit unfair because my, my fiance, Karina, actually is a huge fan of The Simpsons. So I've been watching 34 seasons quite a lot. So I had Dr. Hibbert next. I had Cletus. I had all of his kids next. I had quite a bit. <laughs> what a game. He's all right. What a Look, game. A worthy winner. Look, it's great when you get such a fantastic player on the course. It's yeah. great for the fans to see and experience that. It's good that for the sport. In real life. Absolutely, it is. <laughs> Kieran, we will be chatting to you again on Friday. That's awesome. Thanks, lads. And you have to say to your fiancé to come on. I will, I will. (laughs) Absolutely. Please do. Kieran. pleasure chatting to you. Have a great day. We'll chat to you later on the week. Good luck. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping.
good game. Florence the Machine now with Cosmic Love on FM 104. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. Black, black magic. Black, black magic. I just like that. Black, black magic. It's Graham and Nathan on FM 104. Jonas Blue and Black Magic. I want to talk about flying. Come fly with me. Let's fly, let's fly away. I promise we won't get into uh, hijacking stories. (laughs) Yeah, that was awfully depressing. I don't know why we were speaking about that earlier. And what goes through our head when we're on a flight. But I was in Liverpool over the weekend. And if you've never flown to Liverpool from Dublin, it is insane. You're up in the sky and then you're down before you even know it. Is there any time for tea or coffee? Like they come out, but they're out and they're like, here, who wants anything? Who wants anything? Who wants scratch cards? Who wants this? Who wants that? And it's like, all right. And then the seatbelt sign goes back on. And then everyone has to sit down again. So they're not making much money on a Ryanair flight from Dublin or Aer Lingus from Dublin to Liverpool. But I saw something that intrigued me and I was thinking, surely this is, surely this is too short of a short haul flight to be doing this. A couple, the both of them, had neck pillows from <laughs> Dublin to Liverpool. Nathan, you could, you could fly... You could nearly go from Dublin to Liverpool and back and be back in before you'd make it from FM 104 to your house in Bray. Yeah. That's, that's how short it is. And I'm sure there's a lot of Liverpool fans who do that flight regularly going to Anfield during the year. Don't be coming on to a 20-minute flight <laughs> with a neck pillow and then you're attaching it to your backpack and it's flinging around the place hitting people as you're walking down the so stairs so what are you saying I, uh, is the perfect time to be wearing a neck pillow I'm saying if you are flying within Ireland or Great Britain don't be coming near me with a neck pillow alright I'm thinking Fra- France is uh, I, I'll maybe allow France but uh, anywhere from Germany and Spain onwards neck pillow to your heart's content I think Great Britain and Ireland would just stop with your neck pillows. You're not even going to have time to fall asleep. If you're going to Paris, I may allow it, but I will still kind of half judge you as well. Well, look, I suppose I'm in the camp of I don't really care that much if someone has a neck pillow because I'm a nervous flyer. So I'm imagining that couple with the neck pillows, maybe they're scared and they're just grappling for something that might calm them down. Yeah. Maybe the scent of a neck pillow yeah. makes them calm. Well, can, I, can I also say that I'm doing this for you as well, for you, the person who would do the neck pillow on a short haul flight. I'm telling this for you. It is so annoying having to bring a neck pillow around the place, whether you're connected to your bag, then it rubs on the ground, or if you do, how you're. You don't need it. I've never had the confidence to actually be the proud owner of a neck You've pillow. You've never done a neck pillow. I've never done a neck oh. pillow. Do you wear a neck pillow even if you don't plan on sleeping? I think it's more so for sleeping. It's just for sleeping. I made a rookie error the last time on my holidays to America in March. Nashville. Nashville. I have a neck pillow, but I forgot to bring it. And I didn't want to fork out another, I think like 30 or 40 euro in the airport. So I bought an inflatable one that you blow up. It is absolutely 
useless. Why? It is horrendous because the neck pillows, the nice ones you get, have little like beads inside them and they're really comfortable to lie on and the material is so soft and nice. The blow-up one has bits of plastic that's only cutting into your neck. That's something for a swimming pool. It's horrible. But I want to put it out there in 87 104 What is the least amount of flight that you would allow to have a neck pillow? That's what I'm saying. What's the least amount of flight? I'm just giving a location, but I'm saying anything under 50 minutes. Get away with the neck I pillow. I would have wanted a neck pillow when we went to Scotland. Ah, I we, would have wanted it. To Glasgow. On the way back. Oh, well, you are scared. Yeah. You're doing it as more of a soothing thing, though. I can see where you're coming from. Right, get in contact. WhatsApp 87 You can get us a WhatsApp a voice note as well. This is Ed Sheeran, Eyes Closed. You're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Eliza Rose, baddest off the mall. It is Graham and Nathan on FM 104. And we are talking about flying in neck pillows. Not exactly what I thought I'd be talking about in work today. Have a fair play to you. And the reason we're talking about that is I was flying to Liverpool. And if you're doing Dublin to Liverpool, you're up and you're down. And there was a couple there wearing a neck pillow. And I was like, ah, here, come on. That's a bit much. 20 minutes up in the sky. You don't need a neck pillow. But... Uh, we have Phil on the line. Phil, you have a theory as to why they might have had it. Yeah, I was thinking like maybe they're going on a connected flight, like to like, like Thailand or somewhere like that. Mm. That they're you know going on. A- oh, oh that's a good. Now theory. look, it's a good theory. Now I, the thing about Liverpool Airport is there's nowhere in Liverpool that you couldn't go to from Dublin, if that makes sense. So, yeah, but you know the way sometimes you can like, you know, for like cutting costs on the flight, maybe they're like, oh, we stop off at Liverpool. Yeah. Maybe a hundred quid, you know, when we fly on to like America or South Graham, America. Or Graham, Graham, maybe. apologize to the Look, neck pillow Phil, couple. Phil, I'd like to. I, <laughs> and I apologize to Phil. I was going to apologize to Phil first. Phil's time. We have oh, wasted. It, it, it could be right. It could be absolutely insane and only using it to go Okay, so uh, I apologize to the neck pillow couple just in case, and I apologize to Phil. Phil, before we let you go, what is the optimum time that you should only be allowed to wear the neck pillow on a flight? Oh, I think anything over three hours. So, but under three hours, no neck pillows. No. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But you're even harsher, harsher than me. So, yeah, if, if you're going off to Malaga, no neck pillow for you. I think. Yeah, I think they're actually overrated. I don't think they're as comfy as everyone oh, says. Oh wow, controversial, Phil. Can I just try one more question? How many yeah. sucky sweets should you be sucking on a flight? <laughs> um, me not being a fan of sweets, I'd say none. No. Um, for turbulence and like you know like the air pressure and stuff I'd, I'd say 10 I think 5 up 5 down <laughs> we've we've solved a lot of problems yeah. here with Phil in the last yeah. 2 minutes there's only one thing we could rule the world we could Phil you're an absolute gentleman thanks very much for listening to the show good luck Oh, I love that. And we got Paddy on the line now who spotted a neck pillow not on a plane but where Oh, I saw some lad on the boat wearing a neck pillow I didn't think it was a thing at all Oh, wait a second which boat was this? Uh, it was the Stena Line, Dublin to Hollyhead. Now, the, those Stena Lines are like big floats. They're not cruise ships, but you can walk around. You can go to the bar. I even think there's a cinema in one of them. They have comfortable, point, exactly. they have comfortable seats. Now, you don't need a neck pillow. Was this person sat down with a neck pillow or walking around the place with a neck pillow on? The lad was walking around the place wearing his neck pillow, proud as punch. Ah, stop. Maybe a crick yeah. in the neck, guys. But the thing about it is, if you want, 
if he wants to have a sleep, he can bring a normal pillow. He's got the car exactly. with him. <laughs> ridiculous, though. The car is on the... Yeah, but Graham, how you described the first neck pillow that you purchased with little beads inside, oh, yeah. that sounds better than a pillow. No, look, they are comfortable, but come on. You're getting it's... the boat because you want to be more comfortable than a plane. You don't need a neck pillow on the Stenline. Exactly. It looked like a plush neck pillow as well. He spent a few quid on this thing. Oh, oh you yeah. can spend a lot of money on some of them. They're, like, they're up to like oh, 60 yeah. euro. Jeez, do you think that would be good merch for our show, a <laughs> neck pillow? Paddy, would you, you want to it, win lad. one? Yeah, one one head on one side and one head on the other side, lad. Your face is the I outside. like it. That's a good yeah, idea, yeah. Paddy. Good we, design idea. You're a gentleman, Paddy. Thanks for keeping an eye out on neck pillow watch with Paddy. <laughs> Appreciate it, lads. Thanks. I'm absolutely loving everyone's enthusiasm for the neck pillow chat. Ah, uh, yeah. Very good. If you want to add anything else, 87 on WhatsApp. Where's the strangest place you spotted someone wearing a neck pillow? Does anyone wear a nose plug <laughs> in the pool? <laughs> Not on a plane, in the pool. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. Download it now. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.